Shalom, and welcome to the Union of Messianic Jewish Congregations weekly Torah, weekly Torah Commentary Series. I'm Matt Absalon from Congregation Beit Tefila in Miramar, Florida. This week, we're discussing Parashat Terumah, and our text begins in Exodus, the 25th chapter, verse 1. I'll be reading Exodus 25, 21 to 22. And you shall put the mercy seat on top of the ark, and in the ark you shall put the testimony that I shall give you. There I will meet with you, and from above the mercy seat, from between the two cherubim that are on the ark of the testimony, I will speak with you about all that I will give you in commandment for the people of Israel. Permit me to dive into this week's reflection with some questions. Did Moses pray to God? If Moses were walking in the quiet stillness of the desert night, would he hear the voice of God in the same way as he hears it inside the Mishkan? Or does Moses save all his conversation for his morning chat with God face to face? Assuming you had access to the very voice of God and assuming you were chosen to directly speak to God face to face, what precisely would your prayer life look like? These questions are asked to explore how God's voice speaks to us in different ways, in different places, for different purposes. Clearly, God has called our forefathers into the wilderness to worship him. With the Mishkan at the epicenter of our physical place of worship. The Mishkan then is an organized place inside space and time upon which our forefathers and God would meet one with the other. The Mishkan is a place where God spoke with Moses. The intentionality of the design of the Mishkan must not slip from our view. The purity of the gold and silver, the weight, measurements, design and layout, the soft radiance of the menorah, the rich colors, and so forth. All of this sublimity in design, materials, intentionality, planning, focus, hard work, cooperation, it was all driven by one overarching purpose, to create an organized space where God would dwell with us and speak with us. This effort and purpose are mirrored in the Haftorah portion with the building of Solomon's temple. This intentionality and purpose gifted our forefathers with a cohesive framework to jointly worship God a framework that culminates in the creation of the most intense and sacred days of our calendar. Worship was to take place at a specific place, at a specific time, guided by specific people, using specific elements within a specific ritual for a specific purpose. Any deviation from the specificities endangered both the priesthood and the community with bearing the full weight of God's unquenchable fire. To hear God's voice as a community, 
Our forefathers had to organize and regulate their religious services around the given set of mishpatim rules or, or ordinances. The religion of our forefathers at Mount Sinai of the Mishkan is an organized religion. And so we see that the voice of God to Moses and by extension to the assembly of Israel came by way of an organized and intentional religious space. It was not random or haphazard. It was not spontaneous or unconstrained. God's voice came within an organized space and time. Now, this is not to say that God's voice can only be heard inside an organized space. Clearly, this notion is not biblical. But rather, this is to say that God's voice is heard in a particular way, only through an organized space. When we come to Yom Kippur or Shavuot or our Shabbat services, we join together to hear God's voice in that particular way. As he speaks to us mysteriously, mysteriously as individuals, but simultaneously as a collective flock. Communal worship brings God's voice to us in a particular way, which can only be heard within the community setting. Branching out from this pattern is the principle that we should organize our own place of prayer and meditation at home in an intentional and organized way. We should not leave our devotional life to the winds of spontaneity, of randomness, and haphazardness. But rather, we should be intentional about the time, the place, and purpose of our devotional and quiet times before the Lord. When we do so, we create a deliberately organized space where we can hear the voice of God, which can only be heard in that particular way. It's a very Jewish thing for us to be disciplined in our spiritual walk. The daily and weekly liturgical portions offer us a framework to communally enter into an organized space and time to hear God's voice. This drash is a word of strength to those who in alignment with the worship at the Mishkan integrate the liturgical prayers into their daily worship. And may it be a word of encouragement to those who find themselves struggling with organized religion. I encourage us all to discipline our worship within an organized and intentional space and time so that, like Moses, we might hear God speak with us there. This is Matt Absalon signing off and wishing you a hearty Shabbat Shalom. For more commentaries like this one, visit umjc.org forward slash commentaries.